I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Sports Saturday. A presentation of KSL Sports. Every Saturday, all year long. BYU Sports Talk by Cougar Fans. For Cougar Fans. It's Cougar Sports Saturday. Here are your hosts, Mitch Harper and Matt Biamonte. On your legacy home of BYU Sports. KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. KSL News Time, 1.37 p.m. We're live here in Salt Lake City at Broadcast House talking some BYU football, as we always do every single week from noon to 3. If this is your first time listening to us, and if you're a regular listener, we always appreciate all of our listeners tuning in to the show. You can check out the show, if you miss any part of it, on our podcast feed on kslsports.com. Now, our favorite part of the program. Cougar Sports Saturday Top 5, Mitch and Matt Clash, and a weekly battle of BYU sports knowledge. The Cougar Sports Saturday Top 5. It's pretty simple. Our producer, Dallin Graff, who's going to join us here momentarily, digs through the archives, finds some topical list. Sometimes it's statistically based. Other times it's Dallin's preference. And me and Mitch <laughs> compete. And it has been a bloody battle for years. <laughs> we're, we're, we're like... What neck at fifty fifty or who we has separated by one? Mitch leads fifty four to fifty three. Wow, that hurts. I've had the lead my entire radio career here at KSL until last week, right? Or two uh, weeks yeah, until ago? The, until the last time we did it, yeah. Mitch is on a three game. Mitch is win having streak. a good year. Unlike the BYU football team, it's been a good October for Mitch. <laughs> Not BYU's a on a losing streak. I'm on a winning streak. There you go. What would you rather have? BYU football be good or have the edge in the top five? Hmm. That's a good question. I'll I'll take the edge in the top five. <laughs> Priorities of <laughs> the smart man. You get he Look, gets I, it. I'd rather have a winning BYU team. I'd rather be talking about BYU in the playoff rankings. But hey, yep. in this moment, I'm saying top five. It's all in on the top five. Love it. All right. We we do love it. Uh, I'm going to try to keep it a little more positive. We're going to focus on some positive 
uh, at this point in the show uh, as we've had to react to this East Carolina. So is this block. a Mountain Dew top five? Then uh, I, I, you know, that would I could have gone. Positive. Yeah, if I if I wanted to just go completely left field and let's talk about something we love, that would have been a great <laughs> one. But uh, we're going to talk about Cody Epps because Cody Epps, hmm. despite not playing in this game last week, has had a great season, and I think he's been one of the. Uh, the bright spots of this disappointing season as you look ahead of the Big 12 and what he could be. Uh, in eight games this season, he's got 39 receptions, 459 yards, and six touchdowns. And again, eight games. Didn't play last night against East he Carolina. He was missed last night, by the way. He was. Certainly could have used his dynamism after the catch, you know, making moves. Bill Walton reference there. <laughs> But he's had a good season. He leads BYU in receptions this year with 39 receptions in eight games. Uh, and I decided to look back at the Independence era, and today's top five is the leaders in single-season receptions at BYU during the Independence era. So we're going to look at some of these uh, best Career. seasons. Uh, single seasons single or seasons. careers? Yeah, so you got to give me the player and the year that they performed in, uh, and then we'll go from there. But we're going to look at some of the best seasons from past catchers of the Independence era, and uh, you know maybe we're projecting a little bit of what Cody Epps could be next year. All right. So we'll uh, we'll start with Matt this week. Uh, you get the start, so a chance to break the. Uh, I'm not going to let this guy haunt me like he has in previous years. 2015, Mitch Matthews. Oh my! Oh my! Dax Milne, 2020. Oh. Okay. Well, we'll st- we'll start with Dax Milne, which is correct. He's number three on this list. 70 receptions. In 2020, Matt's uh, aghast here uh, trying to process what's happening. But uh, Dax Milne, 2020, yes, 70 receptions, over 1,000 yards, catch of passes from Zach Wilson. He's uh, led, on, led on to the NFL. Had a, he's had a nice role with the Commanders, right, as a seventh-round pick yeah. and uh, carved out a nice career for himself. Hey, BYU didn't, didn't beat Liberty a couple weeks ago, but BYU fans can say, Dax Milne beat Antonio Gandy Golden for the roster spot with the Commanders two years ago. <laughs> that he did. There you go. There that you he go. did. All right. Uh, okay, Matt, back to you. Maybe redemption. No, it's no, it's oh, me. Hey. Yeah. It's me. It is. Double it up here. It's me. Uh, I'm him. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. The, the bowling <laughs> reference. <laughs> that was good. Pukunakua last year. No, no Puka last year. All right. Let's go with, um, I'm going to go with Jordan Leslie, mm. 2014. Oh, yeah, that's that's a tough one there. And he just misses out. He's number six on this list with his 55 receptions in 2014. Let's go with Mitchell Jurgens 2016. Mm. 2012 Cody Hoffman. Jeez, Louise. There we go. Let's get on the board there. Yeah, 2012, Cody Hoffman. Well done, Matt. He's number one on here. 100 receptions in 2012. Uh, by far number one on this list. I mean, incredible season for him. Incredible career, but that was uh, you know, sort of the highlight of it all. Cody Hoffman's the man. He was at a BYU game a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, there's one of the greats who ever did it. I don't have any other commentary on Cody other than that. He was great. I, here's the commentary, honestly, Mitch. You and I were both there. We did not know each other. But when he burst onto the scene, it was obvious yeah. that he was going to be a playmaker from day one. I think BOU's got to find a few more of those type of guys where just from the get-go, you know that they're going to be 
a, a difference maker come the Big 12 because he was he was exactly that when he stepped on foot for BYU. No doubt. All right, uh, Mitch. No, Mick. no. Back to me. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I God, you guys are keeping track. I am him. <laughs> All righty, Matt. Take the lead here. What do you got? 2011, Cody Hoffman. Ring me up, baby. There you go. Uh, can't go wrong with this guess I, uh, today, it looks like. Uh, yeah, 20, 2011, Cody Hoffman. 61 receptions. That's good for fourth. Uh, here in this top five. Uh, again, 61 receptions there for Cody Hoffman. Another solid season. I'll say 2013 Cody Hoffman. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if that's the theme for you today, it was a lot of Cody Hoffman in the Independence yeah. era. Three big seasons, 57 receptions in 2013. Again, snuck snuck ahead of Jordan Leslie there uh, in the top five. Mm. But, uh, you know, that stretch there of three years from uh, 2011 to 2013, I mean... 200 plus receptions over those three years. Is BYU going to see a wide receiver like put up numbers like that? It just seems with the way they spread the ball now, that's just uh, unrealistic. You have to wonder, uh, to answer your question quickly, no, I don't think so. You have to wonder, though, some of the best BYU offense, offenses didn't have all the options. I'm talking recent memory, past 20 years. Like the the Harvey Younger, Dennis Pitta, Austin Cauley offense, it went to those three right. most of the time. And in the Cody Hoffman era, it was pretty much Cody Hoffman. So you'd have to wonder, like, you have the options, which is great, but you do lose featuring guys like, you know, Isaac Rex has become a casualty to the options. So it is it is kind of interesting to think about the two different approaches. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are tied at two. One guest left. And again, we're looking for the most single season, single season receptions in the Independence era. So far, we've guessed Cody Hoffman 2012, Dax Milne 2020, Cody Hoffman 2011, Cody Hoffman, twenty thirteen. One guess left. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, is it? Is it's it me, baby? Oh, oh geez, it's okay. me, baby. One guess left. I think I'm going to have to go with uh, twenty nineteen. Micah Simon. Good guess. Fifty one receptions for Micah Simon in twenty nineteen, but he doesn't quite crack the top five. I'm going to go with twenty twenty. Gunnar Romney. Yeah, no Gunner 2020, but a good guess there. Back to Matt. Holy smokes. This is getting crazy. No Gunner Romney in 2020. This feels like a trick question all of a sudden. Let's go with uh, 20. Man, let's go with 2016 Mitchell Jurgens. No, no. And we, I'll give you a hint here on this last one. We were very close to this. Earlier in the top five. Hmm. How about 2018 Lopini Katoa? We were very close to this. A little different guess there. I like that, Mitch. We were very close to this earlier in the top five. Hmm. Let's go with, my goodness. This is tricky. There's not that many options left. I feel like... uh, I have to buy some time here. Let's go 20 Oh my goodness. Let's go 2014 Mitch Jurgens. 2019 Aleva Hifo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't feel like I can't say any more without yeah, giving you, it away. We've been you can't. very close. So let's go with 20 Let's go with 20 uh, 2014 Mitch Matthews. 
Yes, uh, Mitch Matthews, my was. guy. Yeah. I rode on a plane with him after the Oregon loss. I love you, Mitch Matthews. He always decides these top fives. <laughs> he always We does. need to have him on. <laughs> we and do. just say, Mitch, you've decided like eight top five games. <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> Well, you know, Matt oh. guesses 2015 Mitch Matthews, and he had a 2014 a, Mitchell Jurgens, and I'm like, we're so close. He had a Mark Rober, who's my favorite YouTuber, to quote him, butt ton of touchdowns in 2015. <laughs> so yes. I thought that yes. was the year. Hey, you're going to get in the YouTube wars. What's inside? That's my crew. What's inside's nice. <laughs> What's inside's nice. But, but come on. Mark Rober's, he's like. I don't know, Mark Rober. Are you're you kidding. kids? I'm going to text you a video tonight. You're going to sit down with that your. That Utah County based? No, he's in the Bay Area. Come join the he's, fun squad. He was an squad. engineer at NASA and Apple. Now he does YouTube, science-based YouTube. You're going to sit down with your boys tonight, and you're going to watch the video I send you, and your life will be changed. I've seen a lot of fun squad. I've seen a lot of what's inside. <laughs> I've seen the... The top anyway. two YouTube channels can't be disputed. Mark Rober, number one. 1B <laughs> is Dude Perfect. So here we go. Dallin... If BYU loses to Utah Tech, we will do a top five segment where we just break down the top YouTube creators. That's that's that'll like be. That. I'd have some it, strong that's opinions. How, on that. that's Who's how, your favorite YouTube creator? Ooh, uh, I I watch I watch a lot of history and geography channels. So have Atlas you watch Pro, Mark Rober? Shout out to Atlas Pro. That's my favorite. YouTube. Have you watched Mark Rober? I've not. Okay, not. but so, I'm gonna look it up. I Is watch it, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you started with the perfect video today. Am I terrible to say my favorite YouTube person is Snap to Tackle? I love <laughs> oh, yes. Snap to Tackle. I <laughs> love Snap to Tackle. Is. is doing us a solid. Snap to work. Tackle. Uh, Matthew loves ball. Yes, and yes. then also uh, I think he used to be a thing. BYU fans that are like the deep cuts, they will appreciate this. I think Furious Monkey. Snap to tackle. Back in the day. Snap to tackle makes me angry. Last thing, we'll get to a break. Jennerstein back in the day. Snap to tackle makes me angry when you realize that the game takes 17 minutes, but you sit there <laughs> for four hours. Last <laughs> night, I'm literally I'm, I'm sitting in between Dallin and Mitch at the game, and I look over at one point, and this is this is BYU's fault. I look over, I'm like, my gosh. It's 9.42. This game's going to be like a five-hour football. This is like in the third quarter. You remember this? Yes. And then BYU's clock was wrong. And did anyone else notice that? <laughs> Text 5700. Their clock was wrong. Got to button it up, man. <laughs> Bright your marks rolling into town next year. But I felt like we were going to be in that game for five hours because the <laughs> clock was throwing me off. Anyway, football games have gotten long. I also had a good laugh at the replay. You maybe not noticed this on TV. But when they did the instant replay, the ref had to run the full length of the field to go look at the TV. <laughs> oh, good good job on the win, Matt. Thanks, Congrats Chris. to you. And uh, we're tied up. All, all-time series now tied in the top five. We'll be back at it next week. Uh, breaking down some more BYU football and BYU basketball season preview coming up here on Cougar Sports Saturday. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.